Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's got the NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646 876 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good afternoon. It is Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. Welcome to Sports Lounge Live. Show two, uh, am I correct, 255? Yes, it is. 255. So welcome aboard, Terry, and all the gang is here, and uh, we will get right to the show. There's a lot going on. Let's update just a couple things here real quick. Uh, number one, uh, we covered the Bronny James story. Of course, he's the son of LeBron James, and he had the cardiac arrest episode last week. He is out of the hospital, and he actually was out to eat over the weekend with his family, so he appears to be doing better. Uh, fantastic news there. Also, we will talk a little boxing at the end if we get to it. However, if for some reason we do not, um, you can go to Ringside Recorder on any podcatcher and uh, get it. It's on Sunday evening, 6 to 8 live, or after that, you can download it. Uh, download to your heart's content and get all the boxing that your heart desires. So Ringside Reporter is what you type in on your uh, podcatcher or your Victor stream, whichever. And uh, with that, we have plenty of other stuff. This this show may be a little bit different than others. As you well know, this is trade deadline day. So when we get things, either me or Bill will come in and tell you what we have. There's already been a lot, and there's probably going to be something within this show. So stay with us, and we'll keep you posted. But, Chris, there is plenty of other stuff, too. There is. And, yeah, we, what we need is one of those old bulletin founders you used to hear. It <laughs> yeah. used to be great. Yeah. And we'd all <laughs> shut up, and we'd know uh, what was going on. Sometimes it's hard to know that something's coming up. All right, so we're going to start off with NASCAR and golf. A couple of interesting uh, little tidbits from there, <clears throat> and including a broadcast tidbit that Sean can talk about, because he was the one in the first story uh, on NASCAR. And baseball, and, of course, that's the thing. We've got a bunch of trades that have already happened. We'll talk about them, and then any new ones that, uh, that we may find out. Uh, college sports, there's a few things going on. Uh, the NFL, the training camps are open that people are getting injured and signing contracts and doing all that stuff uh the nba a couple of free items and then in boxing we will robert if we have time we'll get to the uh, championship fight uh fight that was uh on saturday and uh, also this is uh we need to mention this show and i'd say the next show because this is the first show in august but it was august 5th of uh 2018 that we started this show on sunday night and so we can mention it again next week too because uh, after all it's uh closer on, on the 8th and the 5th uh, to the first, so whatever. But what I'm what I'm saying is kind of commemorating our fifth anniversary here. You have put up with us that long. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I okay. By the way, by the way, just COVID. to give just to give you yeah. a tease for those of you who like college sports, the Pac-12 media deal that we've heard about apparently finally there, and the news is not real good. So if you're a Pac-12 fan, um, stay tuned. The news isn't real great, but we'll tell it yeah. to you anyway. Nope. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get you there. I think. All right. So Chris Busher won the uh, won the uh, uh, the 400 in Richmond. He won at at, at uh, 
He is he is quite but by doing that he is qualified for the playoff. Uh, he's the first it's his first win this year and his third in his career. And uh, there's three spots left in the 16 driver playoff. Uh, four weeks ago before that's all settled, Denny Hamlin was second. And then and uh, Sean, you heard that uh, CW is going to become a factor in NASCAR next year. Oh well, not next year. It starts in 25. Oh, with the new TV deal in 25, they all Xfinity races will be on the CW from 25 to 31, and they paid $115 million. The CW wants to get involved in sports. Uh, Nexstar bought them. Uh, you know, now they're finally going to do something with that network maybe, and they want to do kind of similar to what Fox did in the 90s. And there's another sports story that, you know, involving CW that God, we'll I got confirmed that. a little bit for the college. But, yeah, CW, yeah. they have Live Golf, which they did not have to pay for it. That was, that was a kind of a trade deal, but they're paid 115 so I think races and qualifying will be on the CW. So if they're getting that for Xfinity, I think the uh, Cup Series is up also for a negotiate, uh, for new TV deal soon, so no telling what they will get if the Xfinity is getting $115 million. Mm-hmm. And Lee Hodges won the uh, the 3M Open in Minnesota yesterday, uh, Sunday, and his first uh, PGA win and his 75th start. So it's good to see a guy that uh, kicks around the tour all the time and finally gets a win, and, uh, you know, that's cool. So, uh, anyway, all right, baseball, the front center here. So all somebody right. has auto racing out there with them. That's me. Yeah, we got Newport Avenue uh, <laughs> happening out here at rush hour, and it's nice weather, 75 degrees. Can't beat it. All right, oh, Kiki. Uh, so we we need to uh, finish uh, the Kike Hernandez trade. That was the last thing we talked about last week. It came in just while we were here. Kike Hernandez to the Dodgers for two uh, minor league relievers. They're in Triple A now, or they can be. They're, that's their level anyway. So maybe there'll be some help down the road. They seem excited about at least one of them. So we'll find out. Uh, Minnesota sent reliever uh, Jorge uh, Lopez. Uh, for uh, to uh, Dylan Floral from from Miami, they got Dylan Floral back from Miami. I think it was for it. for reliever Jorge Lopez, and it for, sounds like <clears throat> that was a thing. Uh, Lopez really was not doing well with wins. Plus, he had had some uh, mental health issues, and I think he lived uh, closer to Miami, so that was uh-huh. kind of a thing to help him and uh, Dylan Floral. You know, kind of a, a neutral thing. He went to the Twins. Right, and they're both uh, contenders, so that that made sense. Uh, Marquee, uh, uh, the uh, Mark Marquee Network will allow people to pay twenty dollars a month to see a Cubs game, even if you don't have cable or anything. They'll they'll somehow get it to you. And what have you heard really? about heard, heard anything uh, about that uh, anymore, Perry? I haven't. It's probably an they probably have an app that you can get. Uh, I know in a lot of cases, and we've talked about this a lot, but minor league baseball is on the Bally Live app, so it might be something to do with that, or they might have their yeah. own marquee app. Uh, it, no, uh, I read in the Chicago Tribune, Perry, that marquee will have its own app, and you must live in the Chicago Cubs right. uh, coverage area yeah. in order to get it. Which included yeah. Des Moines, though, so yes. that's yeah. good. Because MS, MSG, MSG Network has something similar. You can pay and get the app. If you don't have cable, you can pay and get it, and I think the Yes Network also has. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Probably a lot of them do. You know, station radio stations do. So why wouldn't the network? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. the Dodgers acquired Ahmed Rosario, a shortstop from Cleveland, and Cleveland got uh, Noah Syndergaard in that deal. So uh, they, I had sort of lost track of him. So there, there he went to the Indians. Uh, the he, Guardians. He was not pitching well with the Dodgers, really, but he pitched last night with the Guardians, and I guess from what I heard, he was throwing pretty well. And then uh, he hit a they hit a somebody hit a ball off of his foot. Well, and he had to leave the game, and the bullpen did not hold up their lead. 
Ah, bummer. Okay. White Sox, the White Sox have been running the fire sale. We were talking about that with, with Jamal. It had already started last week, and it continued. Lucas Giolito went from uh, and, and Ronaldo Lopez to the Angels for two prospects. Now, the Angels are, you know, hanging at the, at the edge of this wild card race, but what they think is going on is they're trying to impress Otani. They're trying to say, we really are in this, because they've done a lot. And yeah. whether it does any good, you know, they then went to Toronto and lost two out of three. So, you know, and that's one of the teams they need to catch. So, you know, it may or may not work. But it's more about talking Otani into we really want to win. And uh, that's what, you know, he says he wants. It was interesting so. this morning, Chris, on uh, MLB radio, I was listening, and they had Mike Barron and the two gyms this morning, Duquette and Bowden. And uh, Jim Bowden said he think by what the, by what you've already heard from the Angels and what you will hear, they have probably set their franchise back three or four years because he said he doesn't think they're going to make the playoff this year. And he said giving up all the prospects they have, they set their team back probably three to four years. Yeah. Okay. And uh, first base, uh, Pirates sent first baseman Carlos Santana to Milwaukee for a uh, minor league shortstop. And then uh, sometimes we don't have who comes back. We, we try to get them, but we don't always know, or we don't have their names. And we don't all know all the minor leaguers, unless it's somebody in your own system, you know, if we can comment, you know, if the Red Sox sent somebody that I knew or Perry, uh, somebody he knew, but, uh, and the A's. But uh, generally, we don't know them or the Reds. Matt sent uh, David, uh, uh, David Robertson to Miami for a uh, rookie ball uh, catcher and a rookie ball pitcher. So they're further away. and that's, But Miami lately has been picking up some good ball players. So that's not necessarily the worst thing for the Mets. And we have a, a friend in our group that was, uh, what are they doing? And this is the start of their selling. And, of course, the Mets did a lot more. But she's like, what are they doing? I mean, are they, he, are they now what does that mean? They can't try to win this year? I said, that is called selling. That's what you do. You take a chance on some of these other guys when you really know that you're not going to make it. And the Mets were not going to make it this year. So, uh, well, Dodgers, ba- basically, okay. Chris, from what Jim Duquette was saying, and I guess he does some TV stuff for the Mets, mm-hmm. um, he said basically what it came down to is, that Steve Cohen realized that he doesn't really have hardly any prospects at all in his minor league system to to help better the team. Yeah. So he felt rather than to continue on the path that they were, and as we go on, you'll hear what, you know, there, there's a lot more big names than what you've already heard. There but are. but he, he realized that he needs to build up the system. So Duquette thinks this is probably not only a, a reset for this year, but you'll probably be in the same mood as a Mets fan this year and next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He Unless he that. goes out right. and just spends, you know, like he did this past winter, which right. it does not sound like that's the plan at this point. Now, it could change, but yeah. it doesn't sound like that's the plan at this point. I have a feeling he's a compulsive spender. I think if he sees the biggest free agent pitcher, he'll go there, and that might make him from a 79-win team to an 87-win team and not get him in the playoffs, but he might just do it because he's not necessarily going to gauge that kind of thing, you know. And uh, uh, yeah. hold up, Chris, we do have yep. something. Uh, Bill, go ahead. I think Bill's mic is off, but go ahead, Bill. You with us, Bill? Well, why don't I continue, and we'll, he can break in whenever. Uh, the Dodgers acquired Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. Again, more sales by the White Sox for two uh, AA pitchers and, and an Joe outfielder. Kelly, and Joe Kelly be with the Dodgers. So they got he was. Him. He was, yeah. And he was plug. He was on MLB today, plugging his book with Rob Bradford. So there you go. I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize he had written a book. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Hey, oh, Rob Bradford. Oh, you can't get it by Rob Bradford without hearing about it once in a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, and outfielder Trey Thompson also came back in that deal. Houston, of course, acqu- go ahead, of course, Robert. Trey, Trey Thompson is the brother of Clay Thompson. Yep. And oh. And he's constantly been traded everywhere. So. Okay. Trey, Trey, Trey Trey's actually met. he actually traded played here in Iowa. 
and was doing really well. And then he went, uh, he was traded, but he, he was playing here and did really well a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, uh, Houston, uh, pitcher Kendall Graveman from Chicago White Sox for uh, catcher Corey Lee. So the, the Houston got a pitcher there. And, of course, uh, uh, Kendall Graveman used to be with the Astros, and they got him back. That's right. That was that whole big thing that uh, upset the Astros when they tra- traded him, I think, uh, or, no, or when they picked him up, or upset somebody up, else when they traded him. It upset them. the Mariners when he was it traded. Mariners, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Cincinnati extended David Bell, well-deserved as manager for three more years, so that's good. So uh, we're about a third of the way through uh, this info here, and I just dropped all my info. So that's and, and Bill, good. whenever you need to come in, just open yeah, your mic right and ahead, start Bill. talking. Well, oh well, no problem. I'm just I'm picking and choosing. You know, you, yeah. I'm not going to do rumors. It has to be a deal before. Yeah. Right. Well, you can t- you can tell us a rumor. Just make sure just make sure to say this is a rumor, not a right. deal. Yeah, we're fine with that. Yep, and I'm almost ready to go here. This is a one uh, rumor. Low, while Chris is getting his stuff, yeah. one rumor that we've mm-hmm. heard is the Twins might be willing to move a starting pitcher for offense. They have uh, depth in pitching, and they need offense. That's one rumor that I heard about an hour ago. Now, whether anything happens, we'll see. Well, and I know the I know the Giants need starting pitchers. Yes, they do. People in San Francisco are not happy that the Giants haven't really done it yet. Okay, I have the proper sheet, and now if it is up right side up, we're ready to go. Okay, uh, Max, uh, it's an important one. Max Scherzer from the Mets to Texas Texans with money and uh, top uh, Texas shortstop prospect Luis An- uh, 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 Luis Angel Acuna, who is uh, Ron- uh, Ronald Acuna's brother. Yes, he's the. There's another Acuna too. Apparently, there's Ronald, who's the oldest. Then uh, this guy, and then apparently there's a younger Acuna even. Yeah. Harry said the other day, Ronald Acuna was a shortstop. He's an outfielder. No, uh, the, this uh, Luis Acuna, Luis is was, shortstop. he was listed as a shortstop, but he can also play the outfield. Okay. Well, what you yeah. do is, and generally, this is why Red Sox and they kid about it up here. You draft, draft Shortstops are the, usually the best athletes on the team. Correct. Right. So and when you're in high school and college, that's where you end up. But you could play center field. You could go, you know, where, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so, obviously with the Mets, we know he's probably not going to play shortstop unless uh, they trade <laughs> Uh, Lindor. Lindor, and I don't see them doing that. Right. And Max uh, wanted to be uh, – now, here, here's a real NBA-ish thing to do. He wanted to be consulted. When they when they made that Dave, David Robertson thing, he wanted to be consulted. And, they, you know, what's the future of the team and stuff like that? So you're an old pitcher who's going to be here another couple of years. You know, and we just traded – you know, I mean, basically they said, we're not listening to you. You know, he, you've got a bigger roster in baseball. You, you know, you don't consult with everybody. It's one thing to consult with a young – if you want to consult with Pete Alonzo, that's fine. You know, because he's, he's here for the long term. But really, be real. And Chris, we do have a uh, trade that has just come in. Uh, We don't know the return on it, but Andrew Chapin, a left-handed reliever, is going from Arizona to the Brewers. That's what I just mentioned a minute ago, yeah. Toronto acquired uh, Jordan uh, Hicks, a relief relief pitcher from St. Louis. I'm not sure what uh, they got back to. Prospect, whatever. Prospect. And he's a good relief pitcher, too, is Jordan Hicks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then St. Louis sent Jordan Montgomery. He's the guy that was from the Yankees last year, wasn't he? Yes. They got, yeah. Jordan Montgomery and uh, Chris uh, Stratton to Texas for three minor leaguers. And Montgomery's a starter and Stratton's a reliever. And Chris and, Stratton, Chris, we know, is a former Mississippi State Bulldog. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, Atlanta acquired infielder uh, Nicky Lopez uh, and left-handed pitcher Taylor Hearn. Who uh, they had just gotten uh, uh, Texas had DFA'd him, designated him for assignment, and they'd gotten him, and they sent him on to Kansas City, which is where they got yep. those other and, people from. And uh, Nikki Lopez was 
on MLB radio today. And he said he understands, you know, that he may be just a role player with Brave, but he said, you know what? He said, I believe in winning. And he said, I will do whatever uh, Brian Snitker asked me to do. If it's pinch hitting, he said, I'll do that. He said, if he wants me to come in and play shortstop for three innings, I'll do that. Occasional mm-hmm. start. So this guy is a team player. Jerry, we will get you as soon as we get through the moves here. We'll get to you. Yeah, we're, we're about two-thirds of the way through, through what we've got. And then, of course, as we say, we'll keep our eye on yep. on the ball. As they say, Angels acquired Randall Gritchick and reacquired them. They were formerly in their system. Randall Gritchick and C.J. Crone from Colorado. Not sure what Colorado got back, obviously, prospect. Yeah, uh, a couple prospects. They had drafted them. Gritchick was an outfielder, and Crone is an infielder. So there you go. Cleveland traded pitcher Aaron Savali, and this is a, a, a good trade for Tampa Bay, I think. He was their top pitcher right now. What they're figuring is they're not necessarily throwing in the towel. How hard is it to beat out the Twins? How hard is it for the Twins to beat out the Guardians? They're right there. It's a game and a half. doesn't mean they're throwing in the towel. Justin Bieber is hurt, though, so it's going to make it tough. And, uh, and they did, of course, pick up Cinderella earlier. Not, and he, yeah, and, and, not Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin. No, yeah, not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. and, and I guess they were saying that Shane Bieber made not not be back until mid-September. I mean, if you yeah. if you just think about it, the Guardians are probably like, you know what, if we win this year, Fine. great. If we don't, we're okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And they won it last year, and, you know, they, they're, they're a good organization. They'll figure it out. The thing is that um, now, of course, the idea was, well, but, yeah, but we were, we got Syndergaard, and then he got hurt. So hopefully yep. he'll be all right. Uh, so that'll be a top-of-the-rotation guy for the uh, Rays. And uh, and they got first baseman. Uh, the uh, Guardians got first baseman Kyle uh, uh, Manzardo. They said injured. He's an injured, and he's a Triple A, but he's supposed to be a top prospect. And again, like the Marlins, the Rays know how to pick up, so that's not necessarily a bad deal. Seattle traded uh, closer Paul Seawall, I think his name is, to Arizona for three minor leaguers. And this is one where they're saying the Mariners organization, because, of course, the Red Sox are there. And uh, what Will Fleming was saying last night is they believe that they can mix and match and be okay. And, you know, closers, you know, you can create a closer. I mean, you can. You know, the gate inning guy can be just as good a closer as as the other guy was once he has that experience. So that could be fine. Seattle's on the borderline there, whether they're selling or buying, you can't really tell. Jerry uh, Depoto was on with the, with the two yeah. gyms on their front office show on Sunday, and he was kind of wishy-washy, if will, but if they needed mm-hmm. anything, they need offense. Right. Uh, Mark Hanna was sent to Milwaukee for, uh, I guess, their third prospect, uh, and so that is a good uh, bat for the Brewers. Uh, the Cubs acquired third baseman uh, Jameer Candelario from Washington. That seems like a pretty good deal uh, for two uh, minor is, leaders. It is. Barry. It is because yeah. you didn't have to give up. I mean, the pitcher that they gave up apparently – he has a problem with walking people, so I'm okay with that. The one you're mm-hmm. going to probably mention in a second here, I, I didn't like. Well, okay, well, we'll get there. Atlanta acquired uh, Brad Hand for a, a double-A pitcher. and P- I seem to remember him in trade deadline discussions about two years ago, and somebody said, who would want him? Uh, but, Brad, uh, Hand, Brad Hand is a move around a lot. <laughs> he has. Kansas City acquired a pitcher, uh, Tucker Davidson, for cash. Kansas City trying to do stuff. Anyway, you know, they're not buying, obviously, but they're moving things around. Now, this, I'm, I'm bummed the Red Sox didn't do get involved with Rich Hill. Pittsburgh traded a Rich Hill. They didn't need the first baseman so much, a Juman Choi, to San Diego. And, again, San Diego is trying to say that they're still in it, but I really don't think they are. I think they've got a little too much to do. And then the Cubs got uh, the bonus pool, some bonus pool money for for an international uh, pool for two minor leaguers, and that's right. good. And the one, they, that, the that, one that I thought you were going to get to, Chris, last night was um, the, uh, Nelson Velasquez for Jose Quas. Now, I've since heard on Jose Quas, uh, apparently he was a FedEx driver just a couple of years ago, and now I guess he's been doing okay 
as a pitcher with the Royals. The problem mm-hmm. with that trade that I see is, and maybe the Cubs think they're loaded with outfielders, which in some ways wouldn't be totally false, but uh, Nelson Velasquez is a good outfielder. And anytime he's been called up by the Cubs, he produced. So I didn't totally get that one. I didn't put that on my list because you weren't sure who Quas was, so I'm glad and you yeah, And you out. know what? I, I felt pretty good last night when I said that because I was watching uh, the Cubs on TV last night. And Now, I wasn't the only one. Jim DeJay said he had never heard of him either. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't only me. <laughs> yeah. Well, St. Louis sent uh, shortstop Paul DeYoung, who I've heard of, to Toronto. Yeah. And, uh, they, again, don't know what they got back on that. And here's the the, uh, the biggest one today, Justin Verlander back to Houston. And uh, for uh, Drew Gilbert, who's an outfield, uh, their top outfield prospect for the yep. – uh, for the Astros and another uh, top outfielder. So they got two uh, prospects back and Cincinnati uh, acquired uh, relief pitcher Sam Mole from the A's. What can you tell us about Sam Mole, Robert? Uh, Sam Mole is a decent reliever. He will definitely help the Reds bullpen. Uh, also, uh, uh, Jay Peterson, uh, third baseman, was trading the A's, the uh, Diamondback. I don't know what the return was on that. And mm-hmm. the Giants, the only thing they've done is they bought. AJ Pollock and another, and he's an outfielder, and they bought a Triple A infielder from Seattle for tax. And of course, in San Francisco, or they need starting, they need pitch, they need starting pitching. Uh, they're worried that they're not going to get it. So they do. And I was listening to the uh, to the show that uh, Bruce Jenkins and and uh, 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 Marty Lurie do there. They were talking about they're basically doing two openers like the Red Sox are. You know, that's right. So that's not good, and hopefully the Red Sox are doing something about that, but we shall see. All right, that's all the baseball I have. You got any I, more on updates you know, there? Chris, let's mention, too, on, on, the, on Sunday, it wasn't a baseball trade or anything like that. I thought it was cool that we got to hear the Flemings together on mm-hmm. Giants Radio, and, and I think you said they went to Red Sox Radio in the next Yeah, they inning. did for the fifth inning, yeah. And then uh, Lou Merloni and... John Miller were together, and uh, right. it sounded like they kind of knew each other from the past, so that worked out. Well, yeah, well, you know, of course, the thing is, John, of course, had been with the Red Sox from 80 through 82, so the Red Sox fans got to hear him again, and that was great. And then, uh, you know, in the fourth inning, and we heard the Giants side of it. I was out. I did not hear the Red Sox side of it, but if I'd been home, I would have put uh, both on at the same time for both innings and tried to listen to both. But it was great to hear the Giants uh, side of it with uh, the Flemings in the fourth inning and, and uh, John and Lou in the fifth inning. So that was really cool. I and wish I guess... more teams did stuff. Like I do. I do too. And John Miller, I guess, enjoyed doing that because remember earlier this oh, season yeah. he had Pat Hughes come in and work an inning with yeah. him. On and Giants when the Orioles were out of it, the year they went 0 and 21 to start with back in '88, uh, he he did that. He would go. Uh, uh, they he'd invite in people like Ken Coleman or Frank Messer or whoever, and then yeah. have them come in and do uh, an inning, like a hometown inning. Yeah, you know, I used to, to enjoy. About the team I used to enjoy that when CBS Radio had baseball. I used to enjoy that I love those that. hometown innings. I did too. They were great. They were, the they were great. Innings. That was back when baseball was slower, but those were the shortest innings there were. They, yes, they were. They were. Yeah. You wanted to hear more of the announcers. You wanted, yeah. you wanted to hear. More the two hometown announcers, That's those right, innings yeah. were over. So yeah, there were two, we got about five pitches per inning. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, right All now, right, right we now, we want to hear Jerry. So, Jerry, go ahead and hit that unmute button and talk right into that phone, and we'll listen to you. And he doesn't have a bathroom. Yes, yeah, so well, it goes. It varies. He's he's like all of us uh, with that phone day to day, Robert. So we'll see how it is today. Hello, Jerry. Come on in. Come on in. I don't think Jerry's paying attention right now. I hit his button, so he should be able to unmute okay. whenever he wants. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see if we got a new one coming in here real quick. Uh, no, that is 
that is not uh, baseball, so we won't worry about that. All right. I have zero. So why don't we start on the college oh, stuff? Hold, whenever hold, on, Jerry... hold on, hold on, guys. Go ahead, Bill. I just have zero, so you don't have to hold okay. on. Okay. Okay. All right. They're all going to come at 501. It's going to be. Yeah. Have to interrupt book talk to tell everybody about it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do the college sports here, and then when Jerry wants to pop up, he shall. Okay. Uh, the uh, Colorado's leaving the Pac-12. That went uh, right from the start of yep. the week. It went right through, and they're going to be in uh, the the. Uh, uh, Big 12 for the 24-25 season, which gives and them that's how a many homecoming for that's coming a homecoming for them. Yeah, yes, that it gives is. it 13. Yeah, 13. So they need another team. Now I was surprised. So where does Utah? We were talking about Arizona and uh, Arizona State will probably go together. What about Utah? They're wait. Those three schools are waiting on the new TV deal, which we'll talk about in a minute. We'll but get to that one. I think, yeah. yeah, they're all they're all waiting on that to see. And they're what I'm hearing is they're probably going to vote it down. But Colorado, and because Colorado's leaving. They do not have to pay an exit fee, and any team, as long as if they don't approve this TV deal, they do not have to pay an exit fee because their TV deal is up. But if the deal gets approved and then somebody wants to leave, they will have to pay some sort of fee. So Colorado is free and clear to go in 24. So I and suppose since room- we're talking about that, Sean, we might yeah. as well go ahead and talk. Uh, Bill is coming in, so Bill, go ahead. One more. It appears that Trey Mancini has been traded from the Cubs. Were you aware of that one, Perry? I have not seen that one. Did it say to where he was going? No, we don't have that yet. We're waiting on that. Okay. Okay. But um, that was from Ken Rosenthal, so yeah, I... Yeah, that's a good source. So yeah. I would good source. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about this Pac-12 deal yeah. that apparently is out there. Now, this isn't official. This is kind of leaking out, and apparently they are not going to have any games at all on linear TV, which would be Fox, ESPN, you know, CBS, pick your network. None of that. Turner or any of those. Right. Most of it is going to be on app. And apparently, from what I'm hearing, the uh, the three schools you mentioned, Utah and the Arizona schools, they they're uh, the Arizona Board of Regents is meeting as we speak. And apparently, uh, the Arizona is not pleased with it, and neither are the other two that you mentioned. So and Washington and Oregon are not either. Washington correct. and Oregon and they're rumored, are not. Of course, yeah, they're rumored, of course, to the Big Ten. But these other three schools, it sounds like if they want to come as a package, it sounds like that Brett Yarmark and the Big 12 will not say no. So right. no, they may go as high as 16. He said he will take at least one. He wants at least one more, and he will go up to three. And he said if those three do not come, he would consider UConn, even though their football program is down, he would take them for basketball. But he would prefer Utah and the Arizona school. Or, and or what about, what about now? Like we it. talked about Arizona and Arizona State uh, won't do anything without each other. You know, But there are people who have been saying Washington and Oregon. But what about Washington State and Oregon State? They're not worried. That's not an issue. That's Correct. not an issue at all. And, and, it, and it doesn't sound like that. I mean, Arizona might be willing to go on their own, but from what John Walters was saying last week, the voice of the Cyclones, that he's heard is they would like to be at an even number. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So Arizona State would be contingent on Utah coming. Arizona could come on their own, but if Arizona State comes, they want Utah or UConn. And they would love to have all of the four corner schools because they would have that built-in Utah-BYU rivalry, Arizona-Arizona State rivalry. As, you know, the four corner schools are talking about, you know, the four corners where they all meet together. That's what, that's what Chip Brown was saying. Okay. And that's very, simil- right. that's very similar to what John was saying. So we're getting okay. the same story. 
Uh, okay, so CW, we told you we'd be talking about them again. They're getting a new deal with the ACC. Now, the ACC has a, their big deal. It's a long-running deal with the ESPN ABC, and that goes through what, about 36 or something? Yeah, 36, 36. Yes. Yeah. 36, 37 but, season. But they were 36, 37. But they want to uh, have another deal with CW for some of the games, uh, 50 football and 50 basketball games for five years. So 10 each, you know, I guess, 10 football, 10 basketball Yeah, basically 10 each year. And it will be conference games, and I think that does start this year, this season. Okay. Uh, uh, might start this year, and uh, there'll be, uh, like you said, the conference game, and we don't have a dollar amount for that. Now, the thing is that, see, this is a lot better than what the Pac-12 is talking about. I mean, the CW is on, on people television. They can Correct. get CW. They may not know mm-hmm. it, but they don't watch anything on it. It's, a you know, the, the fifth of four networks, if you will, uh, but, you know, whatever you want to say, it's behind everybody else, you know, but that they're there. And what they want to become is a little bit of a Turner, a USA Today kind of thing where you know, TBS and TNT have done a lot more. But USA Today, U- USA Network, try to be something where, oh, there's other shows on here? Oh, I might try to watch some of that, right. you know? And, and yeah. that's what, that's what Chris, the schools, the Arizona uh, schools in Utah don't particularly like, is maybe you could put something on streaming, yeah, yeah. And, and eventually streaming is going to be huge. We all know that, but we're not there yet. No. No, no, and you're not. You know, the other thing too is you're. The, this conference is really a disadvantage. You just lost the, the whole market of Los Angeles. You don't know what the Bay Area is going to eventually do. And you know, what are you selling them? And who who are your team? You know, if you go into an office and you're trying to talk to you know Fox or CBS or anybody about a deal, mm-hmm. and you say, who are your team? Uh, well, we don't really know. You know, I mean, and you're and you're in the process. You just you just lost Denver. You could lose yep. Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Portland, and Seattle. Right. All top, all top fifty markets, and most of those top, like in Phoenix, Denver, and Seattle cases, top twenty markets. You're going to lose them all, and they're just, you know, it's and the CW, yeah, not the best. Like I said, there's some some markets that don't have CW, but you want to have at least something. I mean, ESPN, they have those late night games. Pac-12 has had several chances. They could have had Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech back in 2010. They screwed up that deal. Larry Scott did. They could have had teams when the Big 12. They could have done what the Big 12 did. And they're like, oh, no, 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 we're fine. But, you know, we're fine. We got this alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC. And then what did the Big Ten do? They went and poached their school. Yeah, and then when when we started five years ago, we were wondering if the Big 12 was going to survive. Yeah, you know, it. it really looked it. like the Big Twelve was they were in the middle of the country where everybody could poach a little from the east, a little from the west, a little from the south, a little from the north, and everybody thought that the Big Twelve was going to get have people. You know, they had just picked up a few years earlier West Virginia, and they were desperate to get them, and you know, they didn't look strong at all. But the, the whole thing turned around, and partially the yeah. pandemic did it too. You know, yeah. so. Okay, but we got another school with another problem. We got Minnesota facing hazing allegations. Uh, a couple of former players are in the football program are, are suing, and we'll see whether uh, anything comes of it. The coach is uh, is uh, PJ Fleck, and he's still on solid ground at the moment. Uh, we, but it's, and uh, he absolutely denies anything. Right. Yeah. So you know, it depends on what kind of uh, corroboration they can get from other people and so forth. So we'll see about that. So, By the way, Chris, this is not a trade, but just a. Uh, Kind of an interesting little factoid coming through, and, and you can't keep going back to the New York Mets, but apparently it's being reported that uh, Pete Alonzo and uh, Brandon Nemo in particular are really upset with the way that this is turning out. Right. 
Now that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all for that. They're younger guys, and they're going to be. They're supposed to be part of the future of the. There's going to be people on the Red Sox that might be upset if not if, if it doesn't happen. And you know that's fine because everybody. Yeah, these people are, are you know they have friends who get traded that they're not happy about, or they see their team disintegrating around them. And what, what's my future? But when you're Max Scherzer and you're a hired gun to come in for two years, shut up. Who cares? You know nobody cares what you think. Pete Alonso, yeah, that's right. That's the point. Well, and, and okay. remember, Pete Alonso is his next year will be his walkie. So, I mean... Yeah, he needs to know. He's, he it, to you know. know, if the front office was going to have a conversation with anybody about what they were doing, it might be him because that's who you yes. want to resign there. That's right. That's that's my point. That, that, those are the guys you want to talk to. You know, you're not going to talk worry so much if you're the Red Sox about what Justin Turner thinks because he's only here for a couple of years. You're going to be more concerned about Kristen Casas and Rappy Devers, people that you know are the future of the team. So, there, there you go. That's what you... And that's what you do with your money. If you're, if you're Stevie Cohen and you want to spend some money, you know, Put it on Alonzo. Put it on Nimmo if you believe in them. And whoever, whoever. Well, he just, did. I think. Now I'm doing this off the top of my head, so don't take this for gospel. Didn't he just sign Nimmo to like an eight-year contract during this offseason? Maybe season? he did. Pierre Pierre would know, perhaps. Yes, he did. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. So, um, what are we doing? We got the college pretty much done. Any more college? Or are we moving to the NFL here? We, oh, by the way, we we will as we go probably about two three weeks from now. <clears> we will try to. Uh, make the broadcasting for you as simple as yeah. we can. I mean, what what, yeah. what we'll try to do is we'll say Big Ten, and we'll tell you where you can see your Big Ten. Big Twelve, we'll you know we'll go we'll go through them and uh, do it yeah. that way. Bill might have some more news for us, though. Bill, do you have it's any news? It's minor news. It's minor news, but the Orioles have required have acquired Logan Richard from the Mariners. Never heard of any of their pitcher, but anyway, they've required uh, acquired, acquired him, him from. Okay, what do, do you know? Who Logan Richard is is he in a position player or is he a reliever? Is it just because a young twenty three year old reliever? I don't. They haven't given any details yet. Yeah. And keep your keep your eye, Bill, as I am. I am keeping my eye on this uh, possible Fred Mancini deal. Yeah, I'm right. keeping on that for you also. And. And I, I'll bet by the time we get to some more baseball, Jennifer has joined it. She and, might want to. Yeah, right. And one of your others about Apple TV and the Big 12 and they're saying, do you really want to pay nine ninety five a month for a subscription oh, for that's, Apple that's TV? That's why the Pac-12 bill, that's uh, why these teams are not pleased about it, because yeah. people are not going to do it. Especially because, I mean, you hate to say it but right now, the Pac-12 is not widely considered one of the big conferences anymore. I mean, it used to be, but now yeah. it's not really considered they're big anymore. They're, tough, they're lumped down with one of the group of fives almost. Yeah, they and are. Some of the group of, and the group of fives in some ways might be, if you look with the AAC with UTSA coming in, replacing Houston with UAB coming in with North Texas, Florida Atlantic might be better. It might be better than yeah. some of the Pac-12 schools. <laughs> well, let's see if Jenny's got anything. She's been looking at the wire. Do you have Go anything, ahead, Jenny? Let me... Let me unmute her. There she goes. Now she can do it. Yeah, you can talk um, now. Um, there you are. Um, there you go. No, I just looked a while ago. I see that, oh, what's his name? Justin Orlander has been taken. Yep. And so has Michael Lorenzen. So. Yep. yep. And, the, and the Reds, as I understand it, uh, Jennifer, they still want pitching? They still want a starter. They were hoping to get Orlander or 
There's another guy, and I forget his name. There's a couple that they're... I thought at first, yesterday, they said they wanted to get uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, but... Uh, no, he's still out there, yeah. We'll see if we get him back, or the Orioles get him back. Remember, he was in the Orioles farm system, too, so uh, we could we get him back. I wouldn't hurt. But these well, it's costing a lot of money for all these prospects, like five yeah. of them, to get Lorenzen. And Michael Lorenzen, on his very best day, he's a good hit and all that good stuff. I don't think he's worth five prospects. We just saw the uh, Cubs lineup come down, and uh, Jamer Candelario is in the lineup, but uh, what bills that might be going on, that might tell you something. He's at third base, not third base. Aha. So, okay. so that might tell you something is coming. Uh, we All right. are not the so, best uh, of Okay, reporters. why don't we see if we get yeah. the NFL done, but barring yeah. any other trade. Uh, Justin Herbert signed a five-year, uh, $262.5 million uh, deal through 2029, his extension. And he's now the highest-paid quarterback for this week in history. Uh, this with the Chargers, of course. Joe Burrow, $218 million is guaranteed, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, Joe Burrow hobbled to the cart and was carted off the other day with a calf drain, and he, he's supposed to be the uh, same leg he had trouble with in his rookie year. And the thing is, he'll be out a few few weeks, but we'll kind of take it easy until he gets his new contract. He's not he like, really hurt. holding he, out, but, you know. He gets hurt every year during training camp, it seems like. He has some does. sort of injury every year. Yeah, that's right, pretty much. <laughs> okay, we do have some. Uh, breaking okay. news. Jake Berger, he, he's an infielder of the White Sox. He is being dealt to the Marlins. Okay. okay. All right. Berger's in Florida for everyone. Yep. Uh, Nick he... Bosa. Okay. Nick Bosa is holding out for, uh, for uh, out of camp until his extension with San Francisco is settled. These are all the people that were drafted in 2020, 19. I think. So their rookie 19. deals are up. 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19? Yeah. I thought their rookie yeah. deals were three years. Uh, no, rookie deals are mostly four years now. Right. Yeah, they're mostly okay. four, yeah. Um, Jalen Ramsey got hurt. He injured his meniscus, and he's going to be out until December, they think, And if it, because apparently it's not torn. He was going to be out for the year if it were. Uh, uh, the <laughs> here's a here's a sad story. The Edmonton Elks. Oh, the Edmonton Elks of the CFL. We don't talk about CFL. The Edmonton Elks have lost 21 home games in a row, and that is break, breaking a North American sports record that was set by the the, the mighty 1953 St. Louis Browns. Their last year in St. Louis when they lost 20 in a row, and uh, now the Edmonton uh, Elks have lost 21 in a row. It seems weirder even for a football team to do it than a, you know you're in playing once a week and can't oh, win a home game. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. But uh, you talk about a solemn. We heard uh, that the highlights of that. And talk about a solemn stadium. There's just no, yep. no, uh, no juice in that park. And, well, uh, here we yeah. go. They're coming fast and furious now. Bill, okay. um, <laughs> Bill has one, and then I have a Ken Rose ball story. Right. I have a okay. real Bill? quickie. Uh, the Cubs have DFA'd. Trey Mancini, and they owe him $14 million after the, in the offseason, so I'll stop there. And uh, Ken Rosenthal is reporting the, that Matt, he talked to Max Scherzer, and Scherzer is saying that the Mets told him that their plans are to be ready to win again in 25-26. That's why he, was, that's why he approved the trade to the Rangers. Okay. okay. Uh, now, Perry, you're a Cup fan. Does Mancini deserve DFA? Um, I don't know if DFA would be the right thing, but he certainly, Trey Mancini was not, he was not doing well. I mean, okay. they, they, they could do, Jamer Candelario over there will probably be a better offensive piece. Okay. 
All right. Mm-hmm. And we did uh, one little note. We did get our NFL starting to get our NFL schedule, so they're in plenty of time. So we're back on the beam with that. We had a struggle with baseball was down to the wire, but uh, we've got our NFL schedule. Yep. So and I got and my the Hall of Fame game is Thursday night. It's the Jets and the Browns in Canton, Ohio, and uh, will interesting training camps. You won't see too much of uh, Watson. You won't see too much of uh, Rogers. I'm sure at all. But interesting yeah. training camp there they're in anyway because the Browns. You know, full first full year with Watson and Rogers, and of course uh, uh, Dalvin Cook has gone to see the Jets. We don't know if he's going to sign there or not, but he uh, is visited. He came visit for the weekend and left without a contract. Right? He did. Yeah. He's somewhat interested in the Dolphins. He's supposed to be interested in the Patriots, and the Patriots also, I think, have had Zeke Elliott in. So we'll and, see about uh, him. Bill, go ahead. I have one more thing you might have missed in the NFL. Maybe it's not big news where you're at, but the Colts owner has gotten involved with Jonathan yes. Taylor. I was going to talk about that. Oh, that is a kind of a big thing. And really, where's the general manager at in all of this? I mean, you shouldn't have your owner getting involved in this and no. meeting no. with players no. and this, that, and the other. And, no. uh, you know, it's it's a kind of a sign of the time with NFL yeah. runners where running backs are not as valued as highly as he thinks he might be. And he's a little upset. And so rather they're going to put him on an injured reserve list, a non-medic. I don't know how that's going to come out, but I hope they work it out because he's a pretty good ball player. Otherwise, Dylan Cook can stop by here. Does it tell you that, does Ursay maybe not have that much confidence in his general manager? I wouldn't. I would. No, I wouldn't wouldn't either. I would say... Mr. Ballard okay, might have been. But then, if you don't have any confidence in him, why don't you fire him? Because he has three years left on a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's a good reason. And, they, as, a, and as a Colts fan, uh, I would say I wouldn't have much confidence in my owner because I mean Jim Irsay. But you can't trade he... your owner, unfortunately. Unless well, I know, you can't do anything about fire your owner. You can't fire your owner. You're stuck with your owner. Believe me, we were well, stuck I with Bud Adams. I've been meaning <laughs> to ask you this question, and I keep hearing the end of this ad, and I don't know what it is. There's something that is in, in existence that goes around the country called the Jim Irsay tour or show or something. Right. I was in New England. I, it must be all his rock antiques. He's a collector. Classic of, rock people right. or something. Yeah. That, right, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's a collection yeah. of rock stuff that he's collected over. Right. All and he's showing where, is like a museum, museum pieces, like right. the Rolling Stone toothpick and stuff. Okay. It's that's worth several right. millions and millions of dollars. So I'm going to get uh, back to the baseball world. Maybe that, okay. they, no, maybe yeah. that's millions of dollars he could have spent on his team. Well, Delvin yeah. Cook may be on his way by. You know what I mean? Who knows? <laughs> he probably should have spent it on his team. They're the only well, team that brags about how much cap space they have and don't get well, anybody mm-hmm. work. <laughs> and remember, his dad. His dad was the, was famous for getting drunk and trading Elway to Denver when they had a deal already worked out for the GM for Dallas for more than what they got from Denver. So okay, yeah, no one got him drunk. <laughs> All right, we got a few NBA items, and maybe Robert can get to his boxing and barring too many trades. The NBA. Uh, uh, Damian Lillard uh, and his agent are being disciplined uh, by the league because they only had. Uh, um, uh, Miami on his list for being traded. The new collective bargaining agreement came in, and you've got to give X number of teams. And I don't know whether two, three, four, but you have to give a choice at for the other three. At least three. Okay. At least three. Yeah. And and they did not, so they were disciplined. They had to have that done by July first. They didn't get it done, so they're going to be disciplined. Uh, and so that's going to happen. Uh, Mike Gorman, it is official. He is last year uh, doing Celtic TV. Is this coming season? He started in the eighty eighty one season, and uh, he of course used to do stuff for uh, ESPN and uh, CBS and all that stuff. He's uh, like. 
70, 77, 78 years old, but he's had some eye trouble. He doesn't really like to fly too much. So we've had everybody in and out of the booth. They've tried Calabrini as a play-by-play guy. Sean Grandy's been in there to do it. So we'll see what they end up doing uh, next year. But the last year, the goodbye tour for Mike Gorman, a good announcer. And of course, many years with Tommy Heinsohn. And, uh, so on ESPN and ABC, Mike Breen will still be the voice of, uh, you know, the finals and all that stuff with Doris Burke and, um, and uh, Mark Jackson's out. So uh, no. Rivers is yeah, Mark Jackson. Yeah, he's done. That's what he's he's out, and, yeah. uh, and uh, Doc Rivers is in. Doc so, Rivers is in, yeah. Yep, that's right. So those are the NBA notes. And any more baseball before we get to a little boxing? Yeah, not, not, not yet. Unmuted, oh, okay. Ahead, Jerry. oh, Jerry. Come on in, Jerry. I wanted to. I hope you know. I'm trying a quarter phone. So yeah, you're fine. You're sounds good. better. You found sounds better. Okay, you're better. Go, go ahead. I want to tell you that there's some history was made according to Scott France. Uh, Philadelphia Philly pitcher Taiwan Walker was the first pitcher in the major leagues who have won 12 games last night. Now, he didn't pitch the whole game. He did six and two-thirds, but he got the save. And the Phillies, uh, of course, beat Miami 4-3. to three. The thing about this, Jerry, more than this, not so much history, that's like the, he's the leading it's a statistic. But what it is is it is August 1st today. We have yeah. a pitcher who's won 12 games. That means if you go and say that basically two-thirds of the season is done, gee, somebody might win 18 games this year. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. going to win 20. No that's 20 the point of that whole thing. Yeah. You know, wow, big deal. I mean, this is a big – baseball has changed with all the openers and the, the craziness and the saving everybody's arm. The 20-game winners, you know, we had Denny McLean win the 30 in 1968, and that was the last 30-game winner, and there hadn't been any in years before. We're going to be marveling at 20-game winners in the future. Exactly. Okay. Okay, that's the big that's point there. Jerry, all right, Jerry, Mr. Jerry, Robert. Jerry, what, what do you think about the uh, pirate, Jerry? Oh, I think he's gone. Oh, there went Jerry. I think the Pirates are gone, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Robert, go ahead. Uh, just very quickly, because I don't know how much time we've got left. Two or three minutes. Uh, okay. Uh, Taron Crawford won the battle of the Walter Wade. He's the MVP of the Walter Wade champ, and it was a rather convincing victory. He knocked Earl Crest down four times, uh, and it was a rather dominating performance, and it wasn't supposed to be that kind of fight. It was back and forth, pretty much even, and that's why it was marketed that way. Uh, they are going to have a rematch because there was a rematch clause put in the contract for whoever lost. Mm-hmm. And they're scheduled to try and do this again in December. But frankly, after what I saw on Saturday, I don't think there's going to be any changes. And they're both going to move up to the 154 pound division because they both decayed afterwards if they had trouble um, uh, you know, making the weight. So, and they're both older fighters, and they're both going to move up. And the, the guy that holds all the belts at 154, he's jumping up two weight classes to fight Canelo in September. So those titles are going to come vacant. So they'll probably fight for a couple of those when they have the rematch in September. And Terrence Crawford also indicates that once he accomplishes winning all the titles in 154, he'll walk away from boxing. He's currently 40-0 with 31 knockouts. How many? He's got three. Uh, now that he's done this, he's got three weight divisions, and he's going for a fourth. Is that right? That's correct. Well, he, he was undisputed in two, but he's won, weight, uh, he's won championships in three. And, of course, if he does, it pulls it off, he'll become undisputed in three. And, uh, have four. I've had four championships yeah. overall. Right. And also, does this prove, Robert, it's easier to eat than work out? Uh, yeah, it definitely does. Well, it okay. certainly is. It certainly is easier to eat than work out. That's I'm going correct. to box. Really I'm going that. to box yeah. this name. I'm sure. But okay. the Andrew Chapin trade that we told you about to the Brewers, he's being traded for right-handed pitcher 
Peter, which Lecky, I'm sure that I botched that name. Okay. Yeah. And and by the way, uh, also props to the women, U.S. women's soccer team. They made the they made the second round, the round of 16 in the World Cup. Yeah, they tied so. Portugal today, I think, and uh, so they did make the round of 16. They needed a, a a win or a tie, and they were able to get the tie. And I don't know whether that's good as far as looking forward, because normally they dominate this. So I I don't know how whether they're uh, they're having issues or or they're uh, now okay. Well, They've gotten through the the first little gauntlet they had to run. Well, from what I mean, uh, from what I understand, Chris, and I'm not a soccer expert, this is a younger U.S. team, so okay. they don't have as yeah. experience as they used to, so it is going to be more difficult for them to possibly pull this off. And they ha- they've had some the injuries. They've had some injuries on team, too. And the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and the they don't play those. Yeah, they now, don't now play right, right that. That, mark, that, mark that down. That is my one soccer story that you'll and, probably yeah. ever hear me say. Hey, we covered the World Cup pretty well, <laughs> I, I'd say, when, last year. And uh, they don't play again until Sunday. I don't know who they're going to play, but they, they won't play until Sunday. Okay. Right. And uh, it's probably about time for Sean to wrap it up, right? Well, we have... Uh, we have, we, about have a, a we have about a minute or a minute and a half, so if well, anybody has anything. Bill, are, are you hearing any new rumors? I have, I've heard one outrageous rumor that I don't think it, there's any truth to, but it is a rumor. Uh, give my Pete, Alon- Pete Alonzo connected to the uh, Brewers and the Twins. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, he's probably upset the Mets, and I, I, I could see him wanting to go somewhere else. Go ahead, Bill. Well, the Mets just didn't use very good judgment in them, how they spent all of that money last year, and now they're paying the price. And so, you know, you, you can't build it on 39, 40-year-old pitchers and what they did, and you've seen what happened. And now yeah. they're going to be like the Reds are going to be off a few years. But the problem that, that, that is even worse, shape if you think about it that way, is the Padres, because they have people for 10 and 11 years. Well, yeah, that, not that's be able to get true. rid of those contracts if those people don't work. And, hey, anybody can have a down year. It doesn't mean these, they've all done things in the past that are great. So it doesn't mean they're done for. But it, it, it's going to bear watching. We will watch them last year and two years spend the money. Now we're going to have to watch see what they get out of it. And we'll have right. some more of these uh, coming up next week. Sean, why don't you go ahead and wrap it? And Book Talk is coming up next. That's right, folks. If you want to contact us anytime throughout the week, if you're listening to the podcast, remember, if you're listening to the podcast, we're here at 4 p.m. every uh, Tuesday. So you can, you know, get us 800-693-0595, option two. Download your podcast anywhere you get them. And like I said, those of you listening live, stay tuned for book talk. I can't talk. And until next Tuesday when we clear up all the trades, we are out of here.